0: Pots Podcast. I'm Pastor Rebecca.:
1: And I'm Pastor Chad.: And I'm Brittany. What?
2: Who's Brittany?: I'm the youth director here at Emmanuel Lutheran Church. Thanks for having me.
0: So welcome Brittany. Um, this was kind of a very last second. Like Brittany walked in, and we were like, "Hey, why don't you join us for our podcast?"
1: All you need is a microphone. All you you need- too could be part of the podcast if you have a microphone.
0: <laughs> you walk in on us, like right as we're about to start, and you can find a microphone. You too can come be part of our podcast. Now
1: the question the question will become whose mistake is it, ours or hers?
2: I think it's already mine. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what you're in
0: for (laughs) okay so this past week was walk humbly Micah I know you've already moved on because you're already dealing with plowshares and swords and
1: stuff but the nice thing is like I'm just like I
0: just started
1: I literally just started and it is we're late in the we're late recording the podcast so it's Thursday? Is it Thursday? It is Thursday. It's yeah. Thursday, so I'm like a like, day and a half behind. So, you really, like, Swords into Plowshares is just a line in the text right now. So, you, you know, go. all good. So we're so, still, we're, Micah.
0: Yeah, we're, we're still Micah, which, is, you know, is as one of my seminary professors used to put it, um, Micah's a nice verse. <laughs> Do justice, love kindness, walk humbly with your God. Was that Rolf? Uh, no, it was actually Matt Skinner saying it to Rolf.
1: Because, so Rolf, Rolf um, Jacobson, who is professor at Luther Seminary, in the podcast this week made the statement that the ELCA is unable to put a document out without referencing this text from Micah. And, you know, he's really not that um, far off. Far off. But but in fairness, like right in fairness, it is um, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful verse and something that really should guide what we do as church. So in fairness to the ELCA, in case because I know Bishop Eaton is a regular listener of our podcast, um, (laughs) because me and me and Liz are like that. No, really not. My interactions (laughs) with the bishop have. I,
0: I, I had lunch with her once at a conference on ministry. I think that's the extent of my, my interaction with uh, Bishop
1: so, Eaton. So at said conference on the ministry, ministry um, and this is for Brittany to not emulate. Um, so Learn from our mistakes. Right. During. So first call <laughs> theological education is something you're required if you be, end up on the roster, the synod roster and we're sitting in first call education. They gave us like things to fidget with, Uh-oh. which is bad for me. It's just bad for me. And Bishop Eaton was, was addressing us in a small conference room, and the ball I was fidgeting with fell on the floor and <laughs> rolled to the bishop. Oh, no. And I was like, Nike's. This is not good. She gave me a dirty look, <laughs> picked it up. Eventually, threw it back at me. Um, this was after another interaction. Like, I really sincerely hope she doesn't know who I am because my other <laughs> interaction with the bishop was um, at the National Youth Gathering. Oh no! Oh no! D- yeah. <laughs> in Detroit. We all know this
2: story, please tell us. In
1: Detroit, and um, Agape. David Shearer, who is one of Britney's professors, who does hip-hop, who does a beautiful hip-hop, maybe beautiful and hip-hop, don't fit. Passionate. A really awesome hip-hop worship service. And he's up there, and he really reminds me of Vanilla Ice. Um, So he's doing his Vanilla Ice moves, and he's, like, rocking, and Bishop Beaton and I are standing beside the little stage, and she's just kind of doing, like, um, this kind of, like, little like sway thing, kind of bob, back and forth, barely moving. And she was not comfortable. Let's just say hip-hop worship and Bishop Eaton don't necessarily go hand in hand. So I kind of leaned over to her and I'm like, you're going to have to pick up your dance game. Oh, no, you didn't. I don't have a filter. I know you don't. And she shot me a dirty look. (laughs) And I was like, oh, crap. Fast forward, only a few minutes later, she comes (laughs) down off the stage, and one of my tasks is to get Bishop Eaton from hip-hop worship to the next event she was supposed to be at. Because like the bishop is kind of like rock starry and like, which is kind of weird, like in a church world. So people are trying to like talk to the bishop. So me and a couple of other friends, our job was to get her out of that, out of that space through the convention center to like a back door elevator and up to the next place.
2: Loving these visuals. Which
1: is the famous selfie picture of me, Bishop Eaton, and some friends where it literally looks like I saw a ghost. <laughs> which is why I can no longer take selfies. Except now I met Ocean, or Megan, formerly of Ocean Republic, now with Boys and Girls Club, who gave me tips on how to take a selfie and not look like an idiot. But that was too late. So my, my experiences with Bishop, that's all, that, all that's to say that my experiences with Bishop Eaton um, are questionable, so.
2: I think it's also safe to say that you're known.
1: Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And maybe not for, not for good reasons <laughs> with Bishop Bean. Although Ruben Duran, who is in the Synod office and does like mission development, redevelopment stuff, like we're like, we're, hey, good to see you again. Probably because I've done the same training with him four times. Not because, not, to be clear, not because I don't get it. They just keep sending me to the training as a refresher. Like, I'm not like, I'm, like, I'm not, like super smart, but I'm not that dumb. Anyway, walk humbly, do, ju- do justice, love kindness, Thanks. walk, yeah, walk humbly. humbly. So, here's the interesting thing from the text. So, the,
0: so those were all humbling experiences. Oh,
1: well, I mean, it's kind. me.
0: So. As, as, as humbling as you can be. I kind of wear
1: some of those as a badge of honor, to be honest. <laughs> of course you do. I mean, I don't know that the humbly thing. So here's a question. How was my Hebrew pronunciation? It was good. Yeah.
0: I I mean admittedly, my Hebrew is sometimes really hit or miss. So I don't know that you want to take my Yeah, you should you should ask a, an... Yeah, you gotta
1: I, ask should ask I should ask Hutter. I should ask Hutter. Oh
2: that's
0: true. Oh, yeah, there you go. He was here that's today. Good. I should have
1: played it back for him.
0: You should've oh. should, should you should have said yeah. Hutter, you gotta listen to the sermon.
1: All, all I knew was that for um, Hassan, you had to get the <laughs> sound yeah, the, the, going, and I had a it, good the
0: good cat, ball. the cat. Yeah, in the I, the had a good, I had
1: a good, had one of those going. Yeah. So, what what was interesting to me in the in studying the text this week was the was again, and we talk about this a lot, the really crappy English translation. Yes. So, like, love kindness is 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 just weak, like in terms of what it is, like the like the like <laughs> Hassan. Is is see? I'm working on it. There you go. Um, is just not love. Kindness is 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 weak. This is weak. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because the the actual. I mean, the, the better definition you covered in your sermon, and it was.
1: That was like a week ago. Um, no it was it was to it was to do basically to do love to like love in action like the, like the a verb love is a verb as opposed to just a straight emotion or an adjective or it was, it's so that, so it's, that it's that less about
0: loving things that are kind and and it's that seems a much more passive kind of thing as opposed to the love in action kind of thing, which, which is about showing love to people through right. doing different things, loving and, your neighbor kind of stuff. Right,
1: and it's not love in action like, oh, I'm going to give you a hug. Like It's, it's not that type of love. It's the, it's feeding, the, poor, it's the love.
0: feeding the poor, et cetera, et cetera. Because looking at the context, because you know me, of... <laughs> <Yep>. uh, <laughs> the context of Micah and when he's talking and when he's preaching and it's during a, a kind of pivotal, pivotal time for the nation of Judah where they kind of are at, at this, this, this juncture of there's one to two ways they can go. They can keep going down the way they're going and, they're going to get destroyed,
1: because, because they believed that the gods controlled everything, right? Yep. Like everything, which I found kind of weird. Preaching that, as that that is not as kind of a negative. And I'm like, well, that's not really a negative. The negative con- the negative part of it is that um they Theodalism. had mul- they had multiple gods, and it wasn't so so it's not that. Not that I, not, not that I don't believe that God controls things. I, I, I would hope that, you know, right creation and God is part of everything. But you know, for them, it's that legalistic, like like literally, there, there's a God that controls absolutely everything.
0: Although very interesting. Okay, now I'm going to go on a tangent. Now you got me started. <laughs> Look what you did. <laughs> is the Israelites were not fully what I would call especially the the more ancient ones were not fully monotheistic they actually believed God to be one God among a whole bunch of other gods he just was the more supreme God kind of kind of notion he was like God president correct yeah he was king of the gods so to speak yeah is is there really was that um, uh, notion within ancient israel that all the gods were in some way valid it was just a question of which one were you going to honor which one were you going to follow um so it, it was kind of something that's a little more foreign to us of there was a whole pantheon of gods kind of you know thing there were the gods that that, that were in um Canaan, there were the gods of Egypt, there were all these different gods, but this was the god, this was their kind of, you might want to think of it as a tribal god, this was, you know, the god of the, the Hebrew people, this was the god of Israel, and so when outsider, outsiders, like from the week before, when we had, say, Naaman, comes in, and, you know, they follow, you know, they're, he's a, um, from Aram, or Syria, they have their own set of gods and whatever, but he comes in, gets healed, and is immediately like, oh, wow, your god is god. You know, it's like... You got the real that. deal. Yeah. yeah. And, and he makes a statement that is kind of interesting because he actually makes it, your god is the god, the one and only god, uh, which that notion of pure monotheism was, was kind of still developing at that juncture. Um, that the other god, you know, the, the idea that the other gods simply don't exist, was not really present as an understanding back then. So, like I said, you got me started on a tangent, um, and I'm I'm completely forgot now what the the point <laughs> you made was to begin with. <laughs> yes.
1: Mass confusion. That's what we shoot for.
0: You had something about the, the negative was the god, had, god in control. There,
1: there were the so, many go- they, they they so many god They didn't have a gods. god. They had multiple gods.
0: Right. Oh, my original point that I was trying to make, um, I, eventually I can get back there. <laughs> eventually I will get to the point, <laughs> um, was that they were headed down this path of they were... Now, up north, their big problem up north was in, in the northern kingdom was they had been following all kinds of different gods, and they really, from the get-go, had not been following the God of Israel. It was the whole Elijah thing and blah, 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 and Baal worship. And Judah was a little better, but they kept kind of, you know, one step forward, three steps back kind of was what they would do. And you would have a king in Judah that would say, okay, um, we're going to get back to how things are supposed to be. And then he would kind of fall, they'd fall off the wagon, so to speak, and start following a whole bunch of other different gods. Um, And if I remember right, Micah, I think, is kind of a contemporary with Isaiah. Correct. Yes. Correct.
2: He's he's contemporary. Hold, hold on, amazing. hold on. Hit
1: hit the pause button. Did I just clarify something from scripture? You
2: did. You did. I'm really glad I was here to witness it.
1: Yeah. Four years. <laughs> Four First time? years really? I've waited for this day <laughs> when I actually had I could clarify an answer <laughs> definitively. And Rebecca was like, I think I'm like, no, he was <laughs> Holy crap.
0: (laughs) Well, sometimes I get confused because I'm like, okay, is Micah a contemporary of Jeremiah or Isaiah? Yes. I think it was Isaiah. Bishop Pedro,
1: yes. This is Pastor Chad. I would like to officially resign my call. There is nothing more I can do here. My (laughs) life is now complete. Oh, my Lord, Um, help us.
0: What's that humble?
1: (laughs) I already claimed it's, it's, But it's not. It's humbly with God. So it's, it's less about, it's not just not humility, because humility is part of the whole God thing, right. but it's, it's pointing, it's, our, it's those actions. So it's, it's, we're not loving kindness, we're not doing love, and we're not doing justice and saying, woohoo, look at me, I did justice. It's that, it's that those things reflect and point back to back Point back to God.
0: To God. Wh- which goes for, to the sermon from the week before that was about, you don't do the miracles because you're wanting the show. Right. Um, you know, you're not doing it for your own glorification, you're doing it for the
1: glorification of God. So, um, I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off on your...
0: Well, I was just going to finish my context thing.
1: Yeah,
0: go ahead. <laughs> um, so they have this choice of where they're going. They can either go the way, because during Isaiah's time, the, the north goes bye-bye. So during Micah's time, that's also the situation. The north the north gets destroyed.
1: That's the over-looming, that's the looming yes. threat that Micah's writing into. Correct. That, oh, crap, we're about to be wiped out. Right. By the Assyrians.
0: It's, it's this, this oh, oh dear. You yeah. know, first it was Israel and Syria coming after us, and now the Assyrians might come after us, and what do we do? Yeah. And like I said, Israel kind of goes back and forth. Um, You have Hezekiah, who actually is the one who staves off the Assyrian threat um, because he goes back to worshiping God and God alone, blah, blah, blah. And then after Hezekiah comes his son Manasseh, who is labeled the absolute worst king in all of Judah and is part of why God says bye-bye to Judah.
1: <laughs> You're the worst. Because Manasseh totally follows
0: Molech. Molech is a God who demanded child sacrifice.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah. Love it. So Which was
1: part of the text, sort of. like you know, They go through this whole litany of um,
0: the first, what first does the Lord form. require
1: of you, and it's like, child sacrifice it's like oh whatever people actually oh no no like that was legit like people actually did that which is why micah is like seriously this is really what god requires of us like come on seriously
0: yeah so the context of why is micah asking that question because guess what hezekiah's son was
1: the worst
0: yeah (laughs) offering kids up for sacrifice (laughs) Brittany's just sitting here going why, why am I part of this?
1: <laughs> so here's a, here's a question. What is the difference? Because I think, I think we often confuse the two or, me, or sort of meld the two together between doing love and doing justice. Because I, I, I don't know that there's a huge gap between the two. And this, is, this, was, this was not Sunday sermon material. But I, th- I think there's, for me, there's, there's a lot of overlap between the, the doing love and the doing justice.
2: So when we love, are we always loving in the right way?
1: Well, according, so, according, so the answer is no, we're not. But, what, but in the context of, this, of, of Scripture where we're called to love kindness and do justice,
0: So, example. I I actually have an example here. Awesome. Um, You remember Candace Cameron, Kirk Cameron's sister. She was on Full House. Yes. So, the past day or two, she's been in the middle of a controversy because she got up and said, basically, her her views on um, marriage should only be between man and woman whatever, she, very, caught some, she caught some pushback for that.
1: That's very Kirk Cameron of her.
0: Yeah. And she came back and she said, this is being totally blown out of proportion from the standpoint of people know I love them. I don't care what they do. I love them anyway. And I sat there and I went, okay, so you're telling people you love them, but you're going to actively support things that oppress them.
1: Right. Any love.
0: So, is so it's that the, is so love? Yeah, is that that's answering kind of or it's addressing your
1: question? No, but I don't, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is because I think that's false. I think it's a false love. No, that's my point. Right. Yeah, so, no, so, no, no, no. My but his point question means...
2: is real love versus. Right. My question justice. is what
1: Micah calls us to. To to love, to put love into action, and to do justice. Yeah, no,
0: my my point was this was how her claiming this to be love was not actually love. Correct. Yes, that that was my point. Oh yeah,
1: that part's clear. Yeah, right. and, 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 <laughs> that's and why
0: I asked my initial
2: question.
1: Yeah. Right, and we're good at screwing it up, right? We're good. Oh, yeah. at, we're good at saying, oh well, this is what this is what love looks like. I you know love the sinner, hate the sin, like that ain't biblical. That's not it's, biblical. It's the,
0: well, I love you. You're welcome here, but you're not allowed to participate right. in anything.
1: That's crap. I'm not talking about that crap because that that that's garbage. That that is not that is not love. That is that is that is tolerance for your own benefit, right? And, and I'm, I, I get I'm preaching to the choir, like, I, but yeah. I mean that that's 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 love for your own benefit, and that ain't love. So what? My, so my question is, what Micah calls us to? is to put love into action and to do justice. I have, and part of it's me trying to verbally process it with you all, to tease out, is there a difference? Like, where is that line? And for me, like, the justice piece, I think, is a little easier to see because for me, the justice piece is... Sorry, go ahead, hit pause now. The justice the, the, the piece- The question
0: is, you're asking is, can you have love without justice and can you have justice without love?
1: Right, because the, just, the justice piece often is lived out politically because right. it's enacted into laws and things like that. So where, wh- what does the love piece look like without, you know, can you have those? or did, are, they, are, they so, are they so, should they be so entw- inter- ingrained and entwined, intertwined that you really can't tell the difference?
2: Yes. I think so.
1: Say more about that.
2: I think, I mean, if we're, it all comes down to, justice to me comes down to doing the right thing, and how can you do the right thing without loving said people in, in all places of our world?
1: Can you love and not do justice?
2: Then that's that faux love. Fake okay. So I don't. I think that's. Can you do justice and
1: not love?
2: But where's the? Why would you be doing
1: justice without? I don't know. (laughs) I'm just asking a question. I think. I
2: think the question is great, (laughs) but the answer to the question is I don't think you can do one without the other. But then with the text. why is he repeating there? himself? Why is he repeating right. himself? It's, it's a valid question. Right. So what I, would justice look like without love?
1: I didn't ask it in the sermon because I didn't have an answer. I didn't want somebody to ask me. <laughs> yeah, this is I a... <laughs> I can't ask that because at some point they might want me to answer that question. And Crap, I don't know. And I, I mean, I, I would like to think that... I would like to think, so again, we have to kind of talk politics, right? Because I, I believe that bus, it's hard to do justice outside of the political system because the political system writes the laws, right? Yeah. So, so let's look at, so let's talk marriage equality. Oh God, I'm in trouble. Um,
0: you mean that, that, that fun thing that they just passed at Congress yesterday?
1: Right. <laughs> Um, and I didn't see. I didn't see how the vote broke down.
0: Um, do you want me to tell you how the vote broke down? I
1: mean, I, I mean, I specifically didn't see how the vote broke down. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure I know, because that's how everything goes. No,
0: I mean I can tell. You, I can tell you exactly how how it broke down. I can tell you the numbers. Go ahead. Um, so, 12 Republicans voted for it, and then Democrats all voted for it. So the that's how it broke down. I'm That's how they got the votes they needed. They needed 60. I'm shocked. Yeah. They I'm got shocked. The 60.
2: I am
1: too. I am so, shocked. So I wonder, those, so those 12, those 12 Republicans, and again, I hate, I, hate, I hate broad brushes, but generally speaking, the Republican Party has been against marriage equality, like largely speaking, politically. So I wonder what the religious persuasion, the religious flavor of those 12 Republicans are. And, and one of them was Mormon. Mitt Romney, interesting. So, so then, so then, my, which we know that Mormons are, are definitely not, not on. Uh,
0: no, but he made a very interesting statement about it.
1: Would you like where to share he it? He said,
0: "Yeah, sure." He, he, basically, his statement was, "Yeah, the Mo- Mormon Church does not affirm this, but the United States is not the Mormon Church." I mean, I'm I'm paraphrasing.
1: So, okay, so he, we might be able to make an argument. I can't believe I'm making an argument using Mitt Romney. We might might be able to make an argument that he did justice without the love part. Possibly. Right? Right? It's possible that he looked at the situation and went, I do not agree with this. My religion does not agree with this. However... However, I, I, I live the, in just do, yeah. the just thing to do—the just thing to do—is codify marriage equality at a federal level. Maybe
0: he did the right thing. I
1: mean, I have to, I'd have to I'd have to call Mitt and ask. <laughs> what what
2: what's in your heart, Mitt? Right, but, but, but then unveiling what's in his heart might give a whole other narrative <laughs> of. <laughs> it
1: may, but I,
2: I mean, I mean, it's. But, 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 it, right but it's opening up that question it, it
1: again. It does where, open the question that, you know, for the, I do not believe, you know, for someone to say, I do not believe in marriage equality personally, but it should be protected.
0: But I think society as a whole ought, ought to
1: right. be able they, to do
0: this because I don't expect all of society to follow what I personally believe.
1: Therefore, they, they did justice without, without the love part, maybe. And maybe they say, well, I love them. but I don't agree with what they do. But again, I would say that's not love. But they did the justice part.
0: Right. Wow. You didn't know where this was going, did you?
1: I never know where it's going, <laughs> let's be honest. I kind of know where, my, to be clear, I kind of know where my sermons are going. We
0: never know where the podcast the is podcast... going, to be clear. we start, So we had this really funny conversation when we were at the conference on ministry. We were talking with another pastor that sets a, does podcasts and he was saying you know and i have to spend all this time i got to write the script and we both l- looked at each other and we looked at him and we looked back at each other and we're like there's a
2: script <laughs> who, who was that josh
1: oh that's right yeah yeah i'm yeah. like you do a script
2: we're like it, it, clearly there, this was, wasn't thought through if 10 seconds before you started you're like hey brit you want to be in this <laughs> um, I, I, I
1: literally was like dude that's lame like you scripted out <laughs> And he
2: looked at us like
0: we were crazy that we didn't. <laughs> and we're like, uh, we just get together and talk for you know forty five minutes to an yeah, hour. That's and that's let's a, do a our thing. <laughs> I, I... Now I have listened to podcasts that I can tell are very very scripted and whatever. but That's not us. Yeah, we're 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 fly by the seat of our pants. Just sort of walk in and go, hey, this is the topic. All
1: right, let's go. Well, I mean, I mean, the reality is like we we know the text. Yeah. We know the text. Yep. Some weeks you know it a lot more than I do because you've written a sermon on it. And I'm like, oh crap, what was this?
0: <laughs> well, and, and same, except for the fact that you know, the Micah eight is just yep. a fairly well-known text for seminary students in general.
1: And as I said Sunday, you're like Bible Google.
0: <laughs> but there are weeks where I'm a little less...
1: Yeah, like this whole Isaiah Micah thing.
0: See, I was like, I was not somehow I didn't, call I didn't have it right. In somehow front of that's going to make it into
1: my sermon this week, one way or another.
0: I was like, I'm pretty sure Mike and Isaiah were the contemporaries. Absolutely, but. were. Yep, there we go. Um,
1: <laughs> th- so it, that's interesting. The whole
2: milk this forever. Yep,
1: I, I will. I will. I will cherish it forever. <laughs> See how
2: he's already brought it up within 15 minutes. Uh
1: uh-huh. huh. That's right. Wait, another 15, here it comes. <laughs> Set your watch to it. <laughs> Beep. So, the, so then the, re- the other piece of that is the, is the walk humbly piece. I think we I might think need to and
2: I next to each other, we're just going to giggle, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I usually don't sit down for the podcast. I usually wander I don't know if that's good or bad. So the, the other piece, speaking of walking, the other piece of this, the, third, the, you know, the trifecta, is the walk humbly with God. And again, that is a doing justice and, and putting love in action that reflects back to God, that reflects back to Jesus. And I think that that is... I guess at the end of the day, does God care... Is, is the walk humbly about what is? Yeah, I know. I should probably finish that statement, right? <laughs> does um, God care? Does God um. care? Dramatic pause <laughs> about anything. <laughs> no. um, does, does is of those three things the love, love, kindness, walk or do justice, love, kindness, walk humbly is, is, the, is the walk humbly with God part the important part?
0: Yes. As, as well I, I mean I, I'm not going to say there's one part of that that's more important than the other because again I think all of it is about I, I'm not I'm not doing justice and loving just because it's for my glory and what an awesome person I am because I'm doing this
1: I gotta think at this point God's just like I don't care how y'all screw it up as long as it gets in the right place. And if it, and if you want to take credit for it and do cartwheels and spike footballs because you did justice and love kindness, you know what? I got I got to the finish line. You all screwed it up, but I got to the finish line. Like I feel like God has to be so exasperated by our inability to actually do this stuff that if we fumble it and still get and still end up in the end zone, like you're like oh man, thank God we scored. It was ugly. It was, a, it was a train wreck getting there, but you know what? We got there.
0: You got two out of three.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? Like, <laughs> what did Meatloaf say? Two out of three ain't bad? Yeah.
0: My, I, I guess it's kind of one of my... So this, this would go back to my sermon. Brittany, that's where you're four. supposed to
1: jump in and sing Meatloaf, for God's sakes. What do we give you a microphone for?
2: <laughs> meatloaf?
1: Meatloaf.
2: Meatloaf. Oh, my gosh.
1: You don't I'll know do the anything. two out of three ain't bad line. No, I don't really either. I just know it's a line.
0: I'll do anything but for love, but I won't do that. <laughs>
1: but I don't I'm, know where the. I'm still
0: lost. Like I'm not sure where in, the. Please.
1: I'm not sure she where the, the song. What's the two out of three? I'm gonna, At the musical I don't Google know. or something. But
2: to go backwards for a oh, moment, it's music related. Meatloaf. Yes, I'm here now.
1: <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I think
2: I'm a little too young. You're you're um. You're calling out your your age here, the guy. The, the guy, my, did, the guy did die. I mean, my so.
1: wife would be horrified that you didn't know that you didn't connect meatloaf and singer. Well,
0: okay.
1: That was basically tough crap, Christina.
0: Um, love so. you, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. That's the
1: that's the name of the song. Two out of three ain't bad is the name of the song. I didn't know that. Sorry, honey.
2: Well, I don't even, I go. didn't know who Meatloaf was. so Rocky
1: Horror Picture Show? Okay. He was in that. <laughs> cool. Sorry. I'll
2: do anything for love, but I won't do
0: that. No? This is why I don't sing. Um, so, anyway, so your question about the walking humbly with God part. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, here
0: we are. Back to it.
1: That was a Meatloaf. So,
0: I'm, I'm torn on that, and, and I'll tell you why, because if I go back to my sermon from The week before and we were talking about miracles and things like that and part of what that was about and why Elisha was not coming out of the house and why it was a simple miracle blah 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 was because it was supposed to point back to God as opposed to hey this is my deal so what was okay. more important there? The miracle itself happening. The guy got healed. Awesome.
2: But the lesson in it that he had to learn that his treasures and all of those things didn't matter. It was,
1: it right. was
0: the
2: vision of, of...
0: So I'm torn on your question.
1: Okay, that's fair. Me too. I, I mean, so I, I, think, I think that's really interesting as I begin to choke on my own saliva. <coughs> I think it's interesting, and part of it is it kind of brings up that understanding that when we go, in, when we go into a sermon or when we go into a text, there are things that we struggle with too. Like, you go, oh, man, this part, I, 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 I don't know. I kind of struggle with it. And that's often you know, the part that draws your attention. And you go, okay, so I'm wrestling with this. Let's wrestle with it some more. Yeah. And so, then that becomes part of the sermon.
0: So on the one hand I I understand and hear your point and Glad
1: There there's a does. lot
0: of things that I agree with from the standpoint of okay, so do we have a god that is just, you know, give give me attention. You know. This doesn't count if you you, you don't you don't give
2: me the credit for yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think
1: God's needy like yeah. that. So
0: so it but isn't if, about What
2: if that can what if that's one out of 3? If, if, if you can think, okay, well, my God here is like, well, let's just get to the finish line. What if that finish line was only one out of three and it was that part of it?
1: Can you give me, um, give me an example? Like, for instance, which one?
2: I guess, how can you do one without at least the act of something?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think we kind of got to the, well, except for Mitt Romney. Way to screw it up, Mitt. <laughs> Like, well, I was to that's I, the
0: perfect conundrum within this. Right yeah, is is here. Here's somebody who was who did the right thing, even though his own beliefs, I would say, can potentially be harmful. Well, to
1: and, and let's be let's be fair. Did the right thing, but not according to the Catholic Church or the Baptist Church, who are literally flipping right now because.
0: Right. I, I I mean, but my point being. So did he our, do that in God's image then?
1: I don't know.
2: He did the right thing, but is he walking humbly with God? And does God care that he got that one thing? I got to be three? honest,
1: overall, like I don't mind Mitt Romney. Because <laughs> because beca- because I know that was a little a little <laughs> We're talk- we were- that's what we were talking about, right?
2: I mean, sure.
1: In that con- in this context. We're veering off. I thought grab- we had
2: finally, okay, we, we found the example again. Sure, it was Mitt, Jesus, but- take the wheel. <laughs> hey, I know that one. It's Carrie Underwood.
1: There we go. See, if Brittany's going to be on the podcast and we throw lyrical references out, you got to like sing it. Or not. Crickets. She just looks at me because we don't want me singing it. Um, oh,
2: Mitt man. Romney. Did I bring you back?
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, think, I think, you know, I respect Mitt Romney because he is not someone who has just towed the party line.
2: Yeah, it is respectable.
1: You know, he, he has done some things that have gone against the grain and, and I, I, I appreciate that because it does show a little bit of you know, some moral conviction. Um, Whether well, you
0: agree with those convictions or not, he, he, he
2: that's follows what I mean. his own... Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, that's what
0: it is, is he's going to follow kind of his, what right. he believes, yeah. what he thinks yeah. is and the I, right thing to do. I
1: think that's one of the issues in, in, in politics right now that you know, we have people that just party-line. Right,
0: doesn't matter what the party line is. And it's
1: just party line, whatever it is. And whether it's, you know what, yep, party line. And it's like, man, we can't be that polarized. So so actually, I'm I'm kind of shocked by the 12 crossing over. I'm, yeah, me too. That's a huge number. That's a huge number. So back to the text, because maybe we should talk about the text again. Um, The other thing that I thought was really interesting in the text this week was basically you already know what's required of you. Like, hey. You know this. I've given you Ten
0: Commandments. Ten
1: Commandments. The book of Deuteronomy, which it appears as though is being referenced. Like, I gave you the book of law. Like, I gave you these laws. You already know. But you know,
0: Which Deuteronomy was big into things like there will be no poor among you, and this is how you deal with poverty, and this is how you deal with these things. And one of their big issues was, guess what? Poverty, injustice, all those things that they were not supposed, that that was not how their society was supposed to function. Nope. Um, They were not caring for their poor. And that was a big issue.
1: And and sadly, here we sit in 2022 dealing with the same issues. Like in in our community, especially the idea of affordable housing and, or I should say the lack of affordable housing in our community and the lack of willingness from our um, local officials. Local leadership. To provide it. And provide, even to provide an avenue for it is non-existent. And then, one, so one of, the, one of the city commissioners who's trying to drum up support against it decides to use a Zippy the Chimp. I didn't know Zippy the Chimp was a thing, but apparently from the, from the Ed Sullivan show. Um, basically, using a chimp to get people to show up to meetings to speak out against affordable housing. Wow. And then when called out for what? being for it being racist you think? is like there's no apology. It was I didn't mean to offend anyone and kind of doubled down on it. Um, I, I mean there's there's just a willful ignorance and lack of lack of desire to do justice in terms of affordable housing in this community. And the sad thing is, it, it hurts the fabric of our community. We do not have enough bus drivers. We do not have enough crossing guards. We do not have enough sheriffs in our community because they can't afford to live here. So this whole idea of you know we have to make this you know beautiful place and and build huge ha- homes and you know ultra ultra expensive condominiums overlooking the water, well that's all beautiful and great, but we don't have the basic we, we don't have basic jobs met in our community, necessary jobs in our community to keep people safe because they can't afford to live here. We don't have, we don't have bus drivers to get kids to school because, I mean, let's be honest, we ain't, bus drivers aren't raking in the dough. No. So there's a ripple effect that people completely miss in terms of this justice issue that Micah speaks to, that Deuteronomy speaks to um, that we just, we just want to ignore and pretend doesn't exist and isn't a thing. And we pretend that it doesn't affect us. And maybe, and maybe if you're retired, you don't have kids, your grandkids don't live here, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it doesn't matter.
0: Well, it does because you so, so here's part of why, and, and It matters for selfish reasons, because how many people you know here who are complaining about all of these restaurants that are understaffed? Yep. Yep. How hard it is to find somebody to do X, Y, or Z. It's everywhere.
1: Well, we know that, I think we know, so we both used to live in Coquita Cove, which I call the gateway to Palm City or Martin County because, like, when you move into this <laughs> city you start. Everybody goes to Coquina Cove first.
0: Yeah, you start and, there.
1: And w- at least one of the local country clubs rents apartments for their staff because there's no other place for them to live. And, by the way, Coquina Cove ain't cheap anymore. No, um, I could not afford to live, live there yeah. anymore. Um, but, I mean... I was, I'm so grateful
0: I bought a house and... Right. 2019. So like
1: some of, some of the, the, the country clubs in the area are having to acquire housing for their staff and, you know, having like four, five, six waiters and chefs live in, live in one apartment so that they can afford to, to work at the country club. That's just crazy. It's the world yep. we live in. And then we keep denying access to affordable housing. And when I say that, the definition they're using for affordable housing is a teacher salary. Don't get me started on teacher (laughs) salaries. Especially in Florida. Right. Don't get me started on the woeful. And and, um, I'm going to... Yeah. So again, (laughs) not that... He's going to go there. Not that dude listens to the podcast, but at some point, At some point I'm gonna be able to have a conversation with Representative Snyder and ask him where he got the statistic that teachers in in Martin County or in the state of Florida are in the top fifteen in the country. Because Uh, they're not starting. It's their
0: starting salary. Their
1: starting salary isn't even in the top fifteen. It's better. Okay, then
0: I don't know where he got it. It's
1: better. I knew where I knew where he got it. it. I knew where he got it. It's where the sun don't shine. Yeah. And Uh,
0: I know their starting salary moved up.
1: Correct. So so it
0: got us out of the 48th of 50 or whatever we right. are. Right. So
1: the starting salary for teachers is reasonably competitive. Yeah. The, but the problem average is, is still down 48. Well the in problem 48. is they didn't adjust anybody else's salary. So you had people working, you know, for t- in 15, 20 years in the district that are making like the same thing as the newbies. Right. Oh, and by the way, the pay scale increase for a teacher is essentially a happy meal. Your increase for a y- is essentially a happy meal. And then we wonder why we don't have teachers on top of all the other issues that we have going on in the education system. Like it's it's a it's a it's a mess. It's a it's a justice issue. It's all a justice issue. And, but we don't see it as that. And we don't see it as biblical and, I, and that's, what, that's what's so frustrating, that we, we can't preach politics, said 99.9% of parishioners in every congregation. It's not this congregation. Right, no, it, no, it's It's, it's, it's every the, congregation. Yeah. We no. can't preach politics. But these things are so intertwined because Scripture calls us to justice. Scripture calls us to justice.
0: And justice becomes a political issue
1: because that's how you affect change.
0: No, my, my perception is people just want to kind of hear that God loves them. And, and just, God does love them. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I know. I, I'm just saying what they want to hear when they come is they want to hear God loves you, you're fine as you are. Yeah. They don't you want got, to hear you the got your ticket, you have your faith, you're good to go. Oof.
1: And I get, I get people don't want to be challenged, I get it, I do. Challenge is hard. Change is hard. I get it. And, and, and again, Rebecca, Pastor Rebecca and I and Brittany are not saying that God does not love you. Absolutely not saying that. No,
0: the t- issue is God loves you and God loves that school bus driver. Right. And God loves that waitress.
1: And God calls us to love them too. And again, how do you love them and not do justice? Amen. And we've already we have already answered that question, I think. You can't. You can't love someone and not do justice. If your loved ones in the hospital and the and and the and their their patient care is poor, to not advocate for your for your partner is not loving them. So you gotta do both. This podcast is really going to get us in trouble.
0: The good Why news is I only here? like nine people listen to it, so. Oh, good.
2: You brought me into the one that's going to get you guys in trouble. Oh, I mean, I see what you, what you did. We to be honest, we do. They can't fire all of us, right? Right.
1: Well, <laughs> the problem is, <laughs> what had happened was. <laughs> so somebody said to me. Sunday leaving worship, you're like, you're really passionate about this. And I was like, yep,
0: <laughs> yep, yeah. Ch- Let's just put it this way: Chad loves the prophets.
1: I do. He- they are they are by far my my favorite section of scripture.
0: And and I'm not gonna lie, I love them too. I mean, I, I really do because it is all about that call to. Be the people God has called you to be. That's what a prophet does. Prophet says, you need to be the people God has called you to be. Yeah. And if we're not coming to church to become the people God has called us to be, what are we doing here? Right.
1: So I I think, I, I wonder... I have no idea how much time we have. I probably should be like home making dinner for my kids at this point. But I, I wonder if, if we, church with a capital C, have done a disjustice.
0: Disjustice?
2: Is that disjustice. a word?
1: Is it a word?
2: I think you want discer- disservice.
1: Disservice, that's it.
2: <laughs> yeah, you put yes. You merge those two words. I wonder if we've done a disservice. Wait, wait a minute, that's not a word.
1: A disservice by calling what we do here by calling it worship because worship to me by definition is not
0: oh what did micah have to say about that crap no i mean this is an easy answer does he want oh right What, what 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 does god want right does 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 he want us coming to worship? Correct. He just wants to do, do justice, do love motions. kindness,
1: work, work right. So, so what we call it worship? Hey, come to worship! Come to worship! Come to worship! Worship to me is the song and the praise and the prayer and the and the the giving to God. So the offerings to God. It's the it's the lifting up God, and I'm not. For God's sake, don't hear that as I don't think we should worship God or or lift up God. But but when you walk through the doors with the expectation that you're just coming to worship, in a sense, sing and give praise to God, we're not expecting to be transformed. And I think that's that's Mm -hmm. the struggle. Maybe that's the disconnect. We come to worship. We come to pray. We come to sing. And, and all of those things, and those things are important. And, and I love that they're part of our our experience. I'm not calling it worship. Part of our experience inside this building. But I think part of it, what God calls us to is this, is this transformation. And, and that transformation, you know, kind of has to take place, not just because we sing and because we pray, because we put things into action, and we're willing to be changed and transformed. And that's why I, why I love the prophets so much, because they're transform they for me, for me they were transformative. Oh, wait a minute. You mean I'm not I'm not just supposed to show up and sing and throw some money in the offering plate. Please throw your money in the offering plate. But I'm not just supposed to do those things. I'm also supposed to be transformed and work to transform society. Because that's what the prophets right. are calling people to, and that's the part that I know that you and I have talked, and and Brittany, I know, I know, you know, your heart's the same. It's to make a difference in in in, in the lives of individuals and collectively, in in the world,
0: in society, in right. community, yeah.
1: And and maybe maybe that's where I lack some humility because I'm still crazy enough to think, you know, what if we just keep going, we're gonna we're gonna change the world, and Man, that's idealistic, but
2: but it's what, same. I mean the, it's what
1: God calls us to.
2: Right. And I think in order to to accept and be willing to be transformed, you have to be challenged.
1: Absolutely.
2: So to to walk into a worship space and, and to experience is to be challenged while also praising, right. singing, prayer.
1: It's a both and. Right, not, well, not and, this
0: is, and this is, the, the, the like I said, and this is what Micah is addressing, is so, you know, that question, well, with what shall I come before God with? And it gives the litany of things that most people are doing, and I think we could add some of our own stuff to that. Uh, of what we do in worship for them worship was you offered a sacrifice and you know you sang some psalms and and blah 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 you know and it was but you know the the worship was about doing those things and part of the worship was also um apparently giving up your firstborn child you know all these things and micah has to keep coming back to look god has told you what he wants and while the worship thing is awesome, and we're do you know you come here, we need it to give you refreshed. We need it to be, um, you know, to do these things. Here's what God wants us to be as His people. And for me, the worship experience is about reminding people: this is why we're here.
2: It's that connection.
0: The, the connection of, okay, you're here in worship, you're giving praise to God, now what does God require of you? What, you know, what, what, does, what does this God want from us? And I think maybe that's where our Lutheran theology gets in the way. Agreed. Because then it sounds like it's works-based. Yep. Wait, wait, God wants us to do something? That's not right.
1: I think that was, the, that was one of the disservices that Martin Luther gave to the church. And, and, and not intentionally I right if, if, if again it's about context so in luther's context people were literally spending money to to be loved right right but if better i, way to if, put I it.
0: if i pay you know if poor, right. and it was mainly the poor people poor right. people having to pay money to make sure they didn't burn in purgatory
1: right so so from that context yes the work the works of not required
0: well, and, but, and, but
1: people, people have, a, have taken that to, well, I don't have to do anything. Right. Well, I mean, saved by grace through faith. Woo, I'm good. They missed the
0: part, you know, because Luther didn't develop this out of a vacuum. He got it from Paul. Yep. And, but they missed the part where Paul then goes, so does that mean you don't do these things? Uh, by no means. This this is still what you do, because this is still, if you're living in faith, this, it's again love in action.
2: Well, a relationship takes work.
0: Yeah, and and Paul actually makes a comment about um, love being fulfillment of the law. That that's what that's what love is. Let love you know you can you can wrap the whole thing up in what is it? It's love. Because out of love comes the justice, comes the humility, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so next week is Isaiah.
1: Swords into plowshares. Hmm? Swords into plowshares.
0: Yep. And it's Christ the King Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I'll, I'll get to give my fun history of why Christ the King Sunday exists next week. Pins and
1: needles, man. Pins and needles.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you, Brittany, for joining us.
2: So spur of the moment. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's been a joy. I did. I did have a lot of fun.
1: For enduring us. (laughs) Let's be honest. Enduring me.
0: We will talk to you next week. See ya. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.